What's good, GGML? Here we are. It has been a minute, man. You know, previously we were CPML and we were doing couch talk. Unfortunately, we had some uh, some leadership change and some member change, and we are now GGML. Gridiron Greats, Madden League. We're, we're, we're here all about competitiveness and trash talk, as well as keeping a mutual respect between you and you and your opponent. So, you know, that's what we're about. But we're back with the podcast this time. It's going to be what's going down on the gridiron. And in the booth with me, we got DJ Yadig and Legion. What's good, DJ? What's good? I'm the Chiefs. I've been part of GGML for like. I think going on nine, ten seasons now. It's been a minute. Um, just ready for yeah. The draft yeah. Speaking the of that draft, you traded your second round pick to acquire John Johnson the third just before the trade deadline. Unfortunately, you know it got you to the playoffs, but didn't do much after that. Without that second round pick, what, what's your strategy going into the draft? Well, a big part of us missing the playoffs was. Willie Gay went down once he started to hit full stride. And that had a severe impact on the rank defense. He's usually there to clog up those lanes, like Demario Davis type style. Um, but I think we can try and go get a, a second linebacker, try and help him uh, clog right, those lanes. That front seven's what they're doing in Kansas City. Legion, what's good, my hey, man? What's up, guys? I'm the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And um, I'm going to my draft plan tonight. I am um, not gonna lie, I'm pretty, pretty kind of stressed out because I feel like what I'm wanting in the draft is not gonna fall to me. So I'm gonna have to reach a bit and and basically, like I honestly don't even know where I'm gonna go. But whoever I go in the first round is gonna determine the rest of my draft. That's for sure. Yeah, Pittsburgh. They're living that life after Big Ben era as well. They ended up re-signing Bud Dupree, and they still have T.J. Watt, but the corners on that team are definitely lacking. It'll be interesting to see what they do tonight. And now, first-timer here on the podcast, we got your dig. What's good? What's good? Oh, no, 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 no. Baby, come on. We need some, we need some type of emotion behind that. But, Speak up, baby. Come on. Uh, well, first of all, your sus for calling me baby. Second of all, <laughs> um, is he dig the best here? I disappointed everybody by not making the playoffs, but it's cool though. Cause this young bounce back. Um, and I think we lost. Anyways, um, this year I'm gonna bounce back. My draft pick. Everybody knows what I need, but I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get it because I have the 18th pick, so it's not looking good for me. So I'm probably gonna have to switch it up and probably get a wide receiver or something else. But I don't want to say it, so I don't need to steal it. But yeah, that's it. But quick recommendation for you: like you can still get a low QB in the later rounds and develop them, and they oh, no, work okay. out just as nice. Yeah, if I'm you look, look into QBs that I want, just look into. Them. I'm not gonna draft the QB until like way at the end. Hey man, Tom Brady, round six, pick one ninety eight. You never know. You never, especially here at Madden, you're even more likely to develop a guy that late. <laughs> but uh, me myself, I'm TJ. I'm definitely a big guy in the chat, always looking to stir up the pot or anything like that. I'm the Rams, and unfortunately, you know, surprisingly, we didn't have a deep run in the playoffs. Usually. We're in that NFC Championship, but this year we went nine and seven and uh, lost by two to Game and Turtle and his Saints. Unfortunately, 
Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and my middle linebacker, Travis Howard, were all injured in that matchup. But nonetheless, we lost. And uh, we've been here on the couch watching the playoffs play out. And going into the draft, you know, we got Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, but we're really looking at, you know, a slot receiver. And then on defense, we got Jalen Ramsey, but Darius Williams, he had eight interceptions on the year for us last year. But he's 28. We cut our ties with him, let him walk in the free agency. So we're looking at getting a corner or maybe a slot receiver that we do, we do have back-to-back picks in the second round. So that's most likely where we're going to improve. But fellas, that's enough for the draft. Let's talk about what happened in GGML Season 11. Atachi, he won the Super Bowl 34-24 to over Rover. And J.K. Dobbins got Super Bowl MVP, 98 yards and two touchdowns for the rookie in that one. I'm coming to you first with this one, Legion. What are Itachi's chances at repeating? And is Rover the guy to beat in the NFC? First off, shout out to Itachi, man. Way to represent the AFC North. I, it hurts me because, you know, he's the Ravens, I'm the Steelers, to so see him win it. But it's just the show, you know, how good this division is going to be. But, I mean, Itachi, I feel like I have a really good feeling that he's going to go back to it. Like, I don't really think there's anybody else in the AFC who's going to put up too much of a threat for him. So, I mean, he's... He's for sure making, you know, he'd be like top three at least. And for Rover, I feel like Rover's going to be solid. Like, he came in like 0-5, and he had a, basically went out mm-hmm. the whole entire season just to make playoffs. Just to make playoffs, and he makes it to the Super Bowl. So, making history right there. All right. Uh, you did. Is Itachi repeating, and is Rover the guy to beat in the NFC? I know you are in that that wild NFC North. Tell me what you're feeling. Um, first, I want to talk about Tashi. That's my boy. I think he can probably make it. He's going to for sure make it back unless HGH beats him. But other than that, he's making it to the Super Bowl. Is he going to win? I don't think he's going to win it again. But I know he's going to get there for sure. I think the energy is going to take it home this year. Um, Rover. Rover's a solid dude. I didn't, when I first played him, I underestimated him like a lot. But I did not think he was going to be all that. But actually, he um, proved me wrong. So Rover's actually good. I still feel like I can beat him at least once, if not twice this year. But we're going to have to see how that works out. Is Rover a contender? Yes, I think he's going to have a less than 20 draft pick next season. So I think he's going to make a good run in the playoffs. Can he beat me? Yes, I still think I can beat him, though. Okay, okay. You think you can beat him. So that means he's not the guy to beat in the NFC. Who, in your eyes, is the number one guy in the NFC that you got to get through to get to that Super Bowl? Yeah. If not including yourself, obviously. Yeah. Um, the number one guy in the NFC, I probably, I still say you, bro. Like, if, I still say you. Or Game and Turtle. Game and Turtle is pretty tough. But I still feel like, I have confidence in myself. So I still feel like if I had, like, another chance, I could beat, I could beat both of y'all. But that's not, like, that's just confidence. That's not really realistic. Yeah, 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 we get it. I feel like the people to actually beat is either you or Game Turtle, just because you guys know what you're doing. You play this game a lot. You play this game for a long time. So you guys have solid defenses. So I just feel like it's you and Game Turtle. All right, all right. And coming over to uh, DJ, he's on the AFC side of things. He actually lost to Itachi in the regular season last year. Tell me how you feel about his chances to repeat and if Rover is the guy to beat in the NFC. DJ. I got to say, shout out to that boy, Itachi. He won a bowl without 
without Marquise Hollywood Brown, who was suspended for uh, PEDs. <laughs> um, I told him if he can get that pass defense, passing attack right, he will win. And I mean, yeah, there weren't no long bombs thrown. They were just like setups for the run game, but it worked. It worked. And I do think he has a strong chance at going back to the ball. I don't know about repeating. Because there's a there's still like a couple dudes in the AFC who can knock him off. Me, HGH, surprisingly. Um, I can't really think of anybody else right offhand. But I don't think he wins the Super Bowl. Because we still got Rover, you, you dig, Gaming Turtle, all in the NFC. Like, it's just too much competition right now. Injuries go his way? Maybe. Just maybe. But um, moving on to uh, Rover, I just heard a lot about this man. I've only seen one game against him last year, and that was your game again with uh, you could not at all box that's, Saquon. That's not Rover. I think he had over Rover 300 <laughs> yards. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. So I didn't I didn't see any of his games last year, um, but I think if he does keep that defense solid, he should be able to still be a contender. I don't know if one year we can call him the guy to beat because like he got here like uh, like your dig said zero five and just one out for the most part. But I think it's too soon to call him the. Uh, personally, me sitting here looking at this, you know, typically I- I'm the guy in the conversation, but now I'm outside looking in. Rover came in 0-5 and made the playoffs. First time in NFL history, by the way. He didn't just make the playoffs. He swept Game of Turtle 2 to zip. He beat you dig. What was it? Was it one zip or he beat you two zippers? He well? beat me twice, bro. Yeah, he-, he swept you dig and Game of Turtle. I, I mean, he beat... um. Didn't he beat Dab Daddy Crow? Or my judgment? No, no, no. Dab Daddy Crow lost to somebody else. He anyway, beat Trey. You can sweep your... Yeah, yeah, he beat Trey. Anyway, you're going to beat uh, Gaming Turtle twice and your dig twice. That definitely deserves some respect in your name. He's got Tyree Jackson. Signed him on FA. Building him up as well. He has Dalvin Cook, who was on a tear to just take them into the playoffs. In that defense, you know, Daniil Hunter, Eric Kendricks. I believe they still have Harrison Smith as well, you know. And he picked up some speed at cornerback to help him. So he's definitely, in my eyes, still a contender. As far as the guy to beat, mm, I, I, I think I'll give it to him for now, strictly because he's already beat Gavin Spurdle and you dig. And Dab Daddy Crow, he made the playoffs at 14-2 and two in the number one seed and didn't even win a game. So, I mean, that's what I was telling you. That regular season don't mean nothing in the playoff. Like, I didn't believe it. Either way, I'm going to give yeah. it to Rover for now. As far as Atachi... I feel like he's he's gonna run into some uh to some roadblocks, you know. First four games of the season, Hollywood Brown is gonna be out. And you know, obviously worst case scenario, he goes 0-4, and I'd still see him winning out there. But either way, if he loses one or two of those games right there, that could be the difference between a first round bye and playing on wildcard weekend. 
wild card weekend got some headhunters because you got to think of uh, four guys if you're thinking about the AFC. You got Tachi, DJ, ACH, and New Money Boy. If you have to play any one of those four on wild card weekend, that is no gimme. That is no easy game. And you could very well end up out of the playoffs as quickly as you got there. So, I mean, I don't think I see him going right back to the Super Bowl. I think people are going to be prepared for J.K. Dobbins. And his defense is all right, but his pass rush is gone. He let Judon walk and Calais Campbell retired, I believe. Nah, he's still got Campbell. Pass rush is gone. The only guy. Sadly. Yeah, sadly. Campbell, he's, he's there? there? Okay, he's there, but I mean, he's on his last leg. You know, he's pushing retirement next year for sure. But they let Judon walk and Calais Campbell is regressed. So the only notable guy in that front seven is Patrick Queen. So, you know, who knows? Maybe people learn to not throw at him and run the ball, take their check downs. I think the better top of the line users are going to adjust to him this year and be more prepared. So I don't think that Atachi is going to repeat. I'd love to see new money boy DJ get back into that AFC title game. And uh, for now, since Rover Sweat, uh, Game and Turtle, and you dig, he is going to be my guy to beat in the NFC. And I just spoke on him, new money boy. Moving into our next topic. First time in DJ Mel history, he misses the playoffs. This is a, a season three champ, if I remember correctly. D, he beat DJ in the Super Bowl off of a Hail Mary. He won 21 to 20. That was a crazy game. So he's a Super Bowl champ. But now in season 11, he missed <clears> the playoffs for the first time ever. I'm going to come to you with this one first. DJ, after going 8-8, eight and eight, is he washed and done? Or was this just one bad year? I think he's washed and done for the most part. Ooh. Not going to lie to you. Because he's had three single-digit uh, consecutive seasons. Yeah, three single-digit winning three seasons. Three seasons with single-digit season. wins? However you want to phrase it. single yeah, there you go. Um, and I don't know. I think it's always the turnover bug for him. That and he can never get off the field on those long third downs. But between that and just mental errors he makes on a consistent basis, that always gets to him. And he plays frustrated once he's down like two scores uh, late in the third. So... If he can tighten that up, he can probably get close to that Madden 20 uh, new money boy we once saw. But other than that, I think he's lost. You think he's done? Yeah. All right. Uh, you did. He was in your division and uh, uh, before the reboot. You've, you've got to know him. You've got to play him. Uh, you know, he went eight and eight. Is he washed, or is this just one bad year? You dig there? All right, move, moving no, I on. I think he, he might have disconnected. Yeah, moving on, Legion. What do you think? Just one bad year, or what? Man, I feel washed? like this was a topic every offseason, but I, I just can't, I can't believe. No, I just can't believe <laughs> he's washed. Like he's just too much of a competitor. Me to, to think he's wise, like he's always gonna be fighting for a playoff spot at least. I think he's going to the playoffs next year, and I feel like that's a definition of wash. If like if you make playoffs, you're not wash. There's a bunch of good guys to make playoffs, and you got to think too. In the first half of the season, he had a seven and zero Texans user, and when they switched, they switched uh, coaches. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna completely different, and that's a big reason why he barely missed playoffs this year. So nah, he's not wash. 
yeah, you know, a very wide open uh, AFC South. He, he could definitely very well win it this year. You know, he has the pick from the Rams for the Jalen Ramsey trade, and he has a boatload of cap. Not sure how did, did good he did with it already, but I'm sure he'll make some trades on the offseason to get himself back into the name of contender. I believe we have your dig back. Are you back? Yep. Yeah, we got uh, new money boy. First time in GGML history. He goes eight and eight. You were a part of his division before the reboot. You know how he plays. Is he going to bounce back from I this? I wouldn't or is say he washed? he's washed, but I don't know if he's going to be a contender next season. I mean, when I first played him, it was a lot more competitive games until now. It's more like repetitive. So I think if he gets a new game plan, he could surprise me. Also, he did play the NFC North, which had three good players in there. So that's also a tough schedule for him to play. But... I don't think he's washed necessarily. I think he's going to make the playoffs next season. He's going to do better next season. I just don't think he's going to contend, if that makes sense. Okay, so you think he's going to be in the mix. He's just not going to be back at that top-tier level. And I get that, you know, to piggyback off of what DJ said, he, he's been very, very inconsistent. You know, when he first came in the league, uh, I believe his first game in the league was against me, and he was up, like, 17-0 against me in the fourth quarter and I, we had a disconnect uh, he ended up still being up that same exact score in the fourth quarter but I put some things together and beat him in his first game against me but, you know, ever since that Madden 20 end of year he hasn't been the same, definitely struggling here in Madden 21 and I believe everybody's caught on to him if you play New Money Boy, you know you're getting that gun tied off set tied in. He's going to be throwing those corner outs to DJ Chark or throwing a jag to somebody like LaVisca Chanel or D.D. Westbrook. And, you know, the quarterback situation isn't helping him much either. He has Gardner Minshew, and I believe he's exploring drafting a QB tonight. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does with that. And we all know who is his... Oh, yeah, he has Breida. His boy Breida is in there at running back. But that defense also very young. You know, you got C.J. Henderson, Josh Allen, and then who? Who's going to be that third guy to really step up and take this defense from a in-the-mix playoffs or a true title contender? A lot of unknowns for New Money Boy, personally, coming from me. Can he do it? Yes, but, you know, in the past, we've seen his GM skills be nearly as close as his Madden skills. So if he can put the pieces on the team, I have no doubt that he can do it. But moving on, you know, uh, a new season, fresh start for everybody, clean slate, zero, zero. Records from last year mean nothing anymore. So let's get into these predictions. We're going to start off in the AFC up north. We got Atachi on the Ravens, Legion on the Steelers, Jordan on the Browns, and Zay on the Bengals. Uh, we're going to save Legion for this one since he's in the AFC north. We're going to start off with your dig. Who you got winning that AFC north, Atachi, Jordan, Legion, or Zay? Uh, I got a touchy win for sure. Like, there's like no debate at all. It has to be a touchy. Um, Who you got coming in second? Uh, coming in second. Um, Who you got coming in second? It's Ravens, Steelers, Browns. What's the other team? Bengals. Bengals. Zay, Jordan, and Legion. Who's gonna get second out of those three? I just. How so? No. I mean, Zay, Zay could get second. I think it's going to be between Zay, Zay and Legion. I don't think I don't think Bengals is going to make second place, but I think it could be Zay or Legion. I think Legion's going to beat them by like one game or two. It might come down to a tiebreaker. All right, uh, DJ, 
very experienced guy here, been here just about since the jump. You know all four of these users very well. Who you got winning that AFC North? And if it is a tie, who you got coming in second? Uh, without a doubt, I gotta put the Super Bowl champ where he is. Mm-hmm. Number one, I got uh, my boy Legion at number two, and it's a toss up for number three because it's just whether. Zay can play his games and be consistent. And if Jordan can actually stop throwing jump balls <laughs> to everybody, I will coach this thing till the day I die. It is not a skill. It is not a skill. But um, if we're being serious, um, I'm taking Zay over Jordan nine times out of ten. Okay, okay. Personally, looking at this, I don't know if y'all are paying attention, but Week 17, Legion versus Jordan was for a chance at the playoffs. The winner, you had to win to stay in contention. The loser was going to be eliminated, and Jordan actually beat Legion in that one. So that gave him second place in division on the year. And, you know, Legion, Big Ben retiring, uh, questionable spots at corner, and at receiver. He's, he's got a lot of unknown there in Pittsburgh, but that Browns roster, man top to bottom, a top five roster in the game, if you ask me. You know, I don't see why Jordan can't do it again. He already beat him last year. Uh, you know, he's getting better. Legion's team, at least roster-wise, is getting worse. I, I wouldn't think it's too far-fetched for him to do it, but, you know, Legion, he's definitely good. It all depends on this draft tonight. If Legion hits on all of his picks tonight, he's going to put himself in good position. I'm not sure if that Minka Fitzpatrick first-round yeah. pick oh, is no, strong. Yeah, is it Legion? Up, um... Like it's going. I'm a, I'm my first round this pick this year. And Madden twenty. Yeah. You do okay. He has his first round pick. I believe he said he's at fifteen. So who knows? Maybe a QB drops and falls to fifteen. That's really where this matters. If Legion can plug those holes again, I'm gonna say he needs a quarterback, a cornerback, and a wide receiver. Those are his top three needs. If it's me, if he can fill those holes. I wouldn't doubt that he's second in the division, but it all depends on the draft tonight for me. So I'm going to go with Atati number one, Jordan number two, Legion number three, and Zay, man, if he plays his games, he has so much potential, but he's a busybody. We get it. We're just glad that he's here. And he, he, he does play. He's just, it doesn't seem like he's as invested as he was in the Madden 20 cycle. Either way, I got Atachi, Legion, Jordan, Zay, and uh, Legion. You're in man, the division. You can't go against the defending champ, so, you know, Atachi's one. For sure, but I got myself second though. I mean, it's fair for the arguments that my team is regressing. I mean, I still got Ben for at least one more year, so we see what can happen with that and make a push. And Jordan's draft, like he has so much capital, it's ridiculous. So he's gonna go off in the draft, and his team's only gonna get mm-hmm. better by so much. Like, it's, oh my god, it's just it's unfair. But my team, I I usually hit on my drafts too, so we'll see. I think I can be up there. Zay, Zay's solid. Like, he's good. But it's just we got a physical, you know, good AFC North division. So, it, it'll be tough for him. All right. Now, we're going to hopefully pick up this pace a little bit. We got 40 minutes until the draft. And we got seven more divisions to cover. So, from the north to the south now, we got two new users in this division. We got Tris. He's going to take over the Texans. And uh, we got Branzos, I believe, taking over the Colts. And we got new money boy on the Jags. And Swolfie, who was starting off the year like 4-1, and one, 
He was number 10 in the power rankings and then just rolled his ankle in a ditch from 4-1 and one to 5-11. and 11. Nobody knows what in the world happened in Tennessee, but he just traded. He went 5-11 and 11 and traded the number 7 overall pick for Teron Armstead, a second-round pick, and Malcolm Brown. I have no clue what's going through his mind on that, but uh, coming to you with this one, you did. Who we got winning that AFC South? New Money Boy, Swolfy, Tris, or Branzos? You dig you there? Looks like he is disconnected once again. Uh, DJ, who you got winning that one? New Money Boy, Tris, Swolfy, or Branzos? That's a that is the very <laughs> definition, the very definition of a wild card because <laughs> New Mo- Money Boy just inconsistent Swoofy was doing his thing for part of the year then like you said just Cliff like we don't know what happened to him um I don't know to be honest <laughs> I, I just think the whole the whole division is just gonna be up for grabs it's gonna be like separate they're gonna split most of those games mm-hmm. I, I got a feeling about that and third place at most is going to be two games behind first mm-hmm. at most but if I got to go with something familiar I'm going to choose new money boy to win it yeah personally myself here I believe this is going to be a junker race we got two new users so that's what this entirely depends on are they going to come to ball or is new money boy going to show his veterans and end up taking that AFC South a lot of unknown for me so I, I think it's up in the air but if you had a gun to my head, I'm going to say New Money Boy strictly off of his veteranness. I think uh, I you back. dig? Are you back? All right. Who you got one in the AFC South? New Money Boy, Swolfie, Tris, or Brandon? I was saying before it cut me out um, Colts or the other dude play. So I can't speak for them because I haven't seen them play. But based off of what I've seen, um, I think New mm-hmm. Money Boy is going to win. Um, the division. I think Swoopy's going to come second, and then it's going to be the other two, because I haven't seen the play yet. Um, I think the money boy over Swoopy, just because just because of, like y'all said, his veteran, and I played him. It was a good game. I said Swoopy, he he's up against me for three quarters, actually. Out wisdom, Swoopy. Yeah, the biggest thing for me, new money boy, two first round picks from the Jalen Ramsey trade, and he still has uh, all of his other picks. Wolfie, you go five and eleven and trade your first round pick. Uh, personally, excuse me, I think that's just one of the dumbest mistakes we've seen all year here on GT Mail. The trade committee tried to save him. Uh, it looks like Gammon Turtle <laughs> held a gun to his head as well and just forced that trade to go through. I don't know why. You would want a 30-year-old Teron Armstead. I don't care if he's a 96 overall. He has one year left on contract. You have to sign him. You could have drafted an old lineman at first seven for all I care, but you don't go 5-11 and trade your pick. That's pretty useless. Uh, coming over to you. Yeah, it's so just these, too much. Got this I got to go with new money, boy. Like, we got to see what the Texans are about, the Colts, what he's going to be about without, like, coming in, you know, a fresh team in the middle of the season. And then it's Wolfie, like – the, the trade, man. Mm-hmm. I just I just can't. Yeah, it's going to be in the money, boy. We tried sure. to save him. All right, moving out east, another, in my opinion, wide open division. We got RJ and the Dolphins. He won it last year by one game. 
Master D, he came over on that team, I believe he as well, got the team at like one and four, one out. Well, he didn't win out. He won a he won a good portion of his game, made playoffs, and then we got B-Ball, who started off the year at six and two. Uh, I believe he had some other personal things come up. Ended up finishing the year six and ten. And then we got Trent, the man who avoided the 0 and 16. He actually won some more games down the stretch. Ended up going three and thirteen. Four guys here who I well, I don't know. Trent, I don't know. Three guys here who I could easily see each winning division. Personally, my vote is going to go to B-Ball. He's got the Jets. He's got, like, what, two or maybe three first-round picks as well. He has a lot of cap. I know he dipped into some things in the offseason. Plus, I think he's all around the best user on offense and on defense. I I like that he took the challenge. He picked the Jets top 10 in the team selection draft. I think it's going to pan out for him. He's going to win it this year. Man, Uh, I got that Master D. You know, we used to be in the same division. I know what he's about. Uh, I mean, his team it does get like it has gotten worse, especially uh, running back going to agency. I'm not sure what that was about. He let Raymond Calais go. Like, bro. I don't know what that was about, but I mean, he'll find another running back. I'm pretty sure that's that's for certain, and he'll he'll make a run. It, it, I think I think it'll be him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Master D, the running back whisperer. Uh, previously in the cycle, we got Keystone Keystone Strickland in the draft and developed him into one of the best running backs. Whenever we had fantasy as a thing, almost every team had Keyshawn Strickland and Derrick Henry. He was a beast. So who knows? Maybe he knows what he's doing. Uh, DJ, you lost to RJ the Dolphins in that first round of playoffs. What you got yeah, winning this AFC? I'm still haunted by that loss. <laughs> uh, I threw him back into it. That's all I can say. But uh, enough of that. Um, I want to say RJ... Because I know what his team is about. And if he drafts correctly, the Dolphins team can be a dangerous, dangerous thing. Dolphins have the Texas pick, by the way. That too. That would also make it more Actually, interesting he traded that in the long run. The same. But. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. He did. Wow. He flipped that. That's. He folded. I'm not sure what he's doing there. You know, you could have had um, a playoff run one year, two first the next year. But... Well. Yeah, I, my, my pick's still going to be the Dolphins. It's not going to be a lot. It, I got him winning over Master D by two two games at most. Oh, so um, you got B-Ball at third? I mean, yeah. After starting the year 6-2. Well, actually, yeah, you did say personal things came up. And we know B-Ball, when he is locked in, he is a contender with any team. He proved it this year for the first eight games personal things came up again and he had to uh, dip out for a bit that's understandable but yeah I got I got b-ball at number two master D at number three and <laughs> yeah Trump's gonna have to settle for that four spot again I don't know what his record's gonna be but he he's gonna have to fight master D for that third spot all right, you dig coming to you with this one. We got uh, RJ, B ball, Master D, and Trent. We got one that ball went in the East. Just because he started off six and two, if I'm not mistaken, with the Jets in this league, that's a big deal. So he proved mm-hmm. me. Um, I'm going to say yep. that uh, Master D, he did surprise me when he made the playoffs. I did not expect him to make the playoffs. No disrespect to him. But he did surprise me, so I will have him at number two. 
number three, I have RJ, and then number four, I got Trim, just because Ooh. I mean, he was like 0 and 12 or something like that. I got Trim, number four. Yeah, man, I think those one through three are very, very interchangeable. I can see either one of them finishing between one and three and leads in. Lastly, who you got oh, in this game? Oh, yeah, 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 my bad. All right, from east to west, I, I think we got one of the biggest rivalries in DGML in this division. We got HGH with those Raiders, 14-2, and two, made the ASC Championship, ended up losing to Itachi. Then we got DJ, the Debatably, debatably, don't attack me. Most disappointing season in CP and uh, oh, excuse me, we don't speak on that. In GGML this year, they went nine and seven as the Chiefs and didn't even win a playoff game. And as well, we got a new guy, one of the most entertaining so far in the chat with his exquisite <laughs> vocabulary. We're gonna say like that. We got exquisite. Dom and Dom in the charges. No such thing as a short answer for him. You could ask him, what are you drafting on the quarterback? He's going to give you a seven-round analysis about every player from every position. He's a very good guy so far. He joined the team in the offseason. And then we got Chuck. He's a, he's a bit of a, a funny guy in the chat. He participates in the NBA fantasy as well. He's a cool guy. He's going to be taking over the Broncos. So, in my opinion, I feel like there's two top-heavy guys here. Uh, we know Chuck. He, he, he's, he's about a middle-of-the-pack guy. Dom is unproven. Uh, we're gonna save DJ for this one since he's a part of that division. We're gonna go to you, you dig. Right, <laughs> Who you got winning this AFC West? DJ is not good, so I got him in fourth place. No, I'm fourth. <laughs> 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 wow, uh, disrespect. Hello, event season is I got on. The Raiders won in first place, and then I got DJ after that, but I think it's gonna be close between them. I think it's going to be. Whoever wins their head-to-head matchups that gets first place, so that could be interchangeable. Then third place, I got Chuck, just because I don't think he's just like on their level yet. And then last place, I got the new user because I haven't seen him play, so um, he's unproven to me. Yeah, very understandable. Coming back to you, Legion, part of this AFC, looking at things in Man, the West. I, I believe you got winning. Have a way better year. I mean, I want him to take that first place over HDH. I think he has the defense to do so. I think he has the best matchup against him. It's pretty no luxurious need on Henry Ruggs. But, man, I mean, that's tough, though, because HGH is consistent. So that's hard. But I'm going to go with DJ over him. Personally, I'm looking at this. DJ, he took the slander. He, he was being walked over all year, just taking it all in in the year. And, you know, he couldn't do what he wanted to in the playoffs. But, you know, he, I, I, he's my little prodigy, man. We, we be in the head-to-head. Uh, he knows me more than anybody else, and I know him more than anybody else. And we just go at it, man. Whenever – if you're in a party with us while we play, we're either as quiet as crickets or, or we're just going back and forth with each other. So, I mean, I, I watch him play. I've played him – plenty of times I know he has the talent to win the Super Bowl it's just sometimes his play calling baffles me on defense his run his run defense very inconsistent he'll come out and nickel or something against the run and you know he'll easily get gassed and he he has a bit of a thing he gets into his own head at times if he's down he'll just try to throw himself back into it and that's not what you want to do at all. Interesting thing for the draft for me tonight 
running back. What in the world is he going to do at that position as well? You got Legereus Sneed, but who's going to be on the other side? And then another question that you could ask, you got Chris Jones, but that team was one of the worst in the league in pass rushing. So those are some things that I'm looking at, but he definitely has the talent as far as Madden skills go to be a shade. So that's my boy. I'm going to be rooting for him to win the AFC uh, West. And I wouldn't be surprised if he takes the one seed and is in a, p- a potential Super Bowl. So I'll be rooting for him. And then I'm going to have ACH a second. Chuck, he, he, he's, a, he's a good guy, funny guy in the chat. I just don't think he's up to par with those other two guys. And then Dom, we're going to have to see if his Madden skills are as good as his vocabulary skills. So those are mine for AFC West. And now DJ, a part of AFC West, how are you looking to improve after going 9-7 last year? A part of last year that was non-functional simply due to my bad only one part of my offense was non-functional due to uh, lack there of draft skills in the prior year (laughs) uh, was Clyde he didn't really do his thing until that late stretch with multiple 100 yard games multiple 100 and close to uh, 100 yard receiving games like he his starting job but this offseason we are chasing running backs in FA and if we don't get that well we're chasing a running back in FA and a Todd Gurley yeah Todd Gurley keep keep your nose out for him he might make a splash um, and we chasing Trey Hendrickson in FA. Hopefully these dudes sign because they would make a big impact since we did lose one of our uh, I want to say impact players not one of our impact role players as I could say <laughs> this offseason in uh, Taco Charlton um, if we can solidify a solid run game along with our passing attack because we had the seventh best passing attack last year talk about it me cole had over 700 yards through six games and nine touchdowns alone just to put him in the conversation for pro bowl selection and he still got snubbed another story um but he did get his breakout so i ain't worried about it um but if we were to improve through the draft and everything goes according to plan. I got me winning the NFC AFC West by I got one game. I, I'll take one game because HGH I ain't gonna slander him this time. I'm not. Because his offense is there if he gets away from certain things. Not gonna be mentioned. Um <laughs> He has proven in the past that he cannot be too reliant on the pass. Because at one point, he was throwing multiple interceptions a game against me. And then the next, nothing. Like, it's all about the defenses when it's between me and him. Who's going to make the first mistake and get off the field? Yeah. Like, that is. A- yeah, that's all it is. That and when he is like rolling he just gives it to Josh Jacobs we have to find a way to stop that man if we stop him and 
we have the keys to success. We have the keys. But right. number two, I got <laughs> my, my bad. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, I was rambling. Looking I was like rambling. dumb right now. I was rambling. Yeah, um, number three, I got Chuck and the new guy Dom, both still improved. All right, understand. Moving from the AFC to the NFC, debatably the better conference, despite losing the Super Bowl. I feel like top to bottom, the NFC has uh, seven Super Bowl contenders. I think anybody who makes it over there can make a run to the Super Bowl. We're gonna start off up north, and debatably the most competitive division in the NFC. We had three guys go ten and six last year. <laughs> I know your big is heartbroken over this one. We're gonna wait on him. And uh, DJ, let's make this one short and sweet, if possible. We got Rover on those Vikings. We got Jutsu on those Lions. We got Yadig on those Bears. And JH, a, a surprisingly disappointing season on those Packers. We got one in the North. Um, As much as I want to clown Yadig, I got him winning the North by like two games. If he can win those head-to-heads. Then I got Jutsu because he knows how to play. And it's just, since he can't be here for the draft, it's just whether or not his team hits on him. Hits on all his draft picks. Then we got Rover. I mean, yes, he did win last. From NFC Champ. He did win. To three he, in his division. I'm not trying to put no dirt on nobody's name right now because he did win. I ain't trying to do nothing. Um, he did win, but it's a new year. You can't look as moving forward. And then we got JH at four because he got the Packers team. That's that's enough said. <laughs> that's enough said. All right, me looking at this in the NFC, uh, you dig? I think he is top to bottom the best all-around player. Still yet to see what Rover actually has. And the Lions team, they have caught COVID. They will be missing the first two games of their season. So starting off zero and two. If those are division games, too, that could be heartbreaking right there to that season. So I'm going to start off. I'm going to have Yadig at number one. I'm going to go Rover at two. And honestly, I think I think J.H. might surprise some people this year. Whenever in the uh, at the early beginning of the second, when he had the Packers replacing them for me, he was doing good with them. I believe he won a playoff game and then lost to uh, Yadig in the divisional round. And then uh, we know how that went. I think JH is a baller. I think personally, these two games wait, are really going to hurt Jutsu. You what? said you dig. He didn't make it. He beat him in the division round. Uh, your dig was the Falcons before the reboot. Oh, right, right. <laughs> My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, As I, I was. Know about, baby. As I was. Anyways, anyways I'm going to go with JH at three, and I'm going to have Jutsu at four. But just because Jutsu is at four, doesn't mean he's gonna have a horrible season. I could see one of these guys being nine and seven and being fourth in the division. I think this is gonna be a really tight race where first place is eleven and five and fourth place is nine and seven. And one of them are just gonna have a, a, a unfortunate end to that season and miss the playoffs. This is a Legion. very this NFC North. So you got top notch. But I'm gonna go with Rover. Like he's a Super Bowl running runner up. He went straight out to finish the regular season from two and six to mm-hmm. eight or ten and six. I'm going to go with him. He's just proven he's going to win. And then, but I do got you big second, though. And JH third. And then Jutsu fourth. Okay, you dig. In this division, you were the third team that went 10-6 and six and unfortunately 
the tiebreakers did not go in your favor. What are you looking to uh, what are you looking to win the North this year? It has to be closing out games. I mean, that's just oh, and turnovers. Turnovers are a big thing for me. I threw way too many turnovers because when I stop losing, I throw myself back into the game like DJ does. I just throw picks, and that just makes it worse. So, gotta work on my turnovers, and I gotta work on closing out games. Because if I close out games, I make the playoffs. But that's the past, so I'm aware on it. I pride myself on being able to adjust to people that I play multiple times. So, like, I, I know what they're gonna do against me, so I can adjust to it. So. Um, I think I can adjust, and I think I'm going to win the division this time. I think second place is going to be Rover, but I think it's going to be close because um, he's actually some good comp for me, so I think it's going to be close. Third place, I have Jutsu, and fourth place, I have JH. Just because JH is a troll, so and he's not really that serious to me, so I just have fourth place. All right, moving from the north to the south. I believe we have one main favorite here, but who knows whatever else y'all think. We got Game and Turtle on those Saints. We got Trey on the Bucks, who got the team in regular season. It was looking pretty good until a lopsided playoff loss to uh, Jay and those Giants. And then we have Spaz. You know, he's a vet around here. Looks like he had a bit of a disappointing season, went 5-11. And then we got Cody. He's a, a second-year guy now here at DJ Mel. On those Falcons went three and thirteen. Uh, quick uh, fire. Here we go. We're start with I mean, it does kind of depend. Do, our game control drafts a quarterback number seven. Wow. If he, no, he's talking about going with that tight end. But yeah, I got Trey, uh, Game Turtle, uh, Spaz, and then was it Cody? Yeah. Uh huh. All right, you dig. Looking at this, and who you got one on the side? Game Turtle, Trey, Spaz, a close, close second. Then I got the other two. Um, Falcons are going to be third, and then fourth is the other team that's left. The Panthers. All right, DJ, you know all four of these guys. You actually lost to, to Trey, and so did I. Who you got winning this South? I got Trey winning this South because Gaming Turtle made the worst trade in New Orleans since that Um, Then I got him, <laughs> Gaming Turtle, coming in at number two. And I guess I got the Falcons coming in number three. And I don't really remember the Spaz. Spaz. I don't know. I got him coming in number four because I don't know what he was thinking with that Raymond Khalif signing. You got CMC. Like, you don't need a second back. Looking at this, I think my clear-cut guy for uh, for winning the side has got to be Game of Turtles. I'll see Trey coming in second, maybe go like 10 and 6 again. He'll probably grab second. I think Spaz is going to be on the come up this year. I can see him going even at 8 and 8, but still missed the playoffs. And then Cody on these Falcons, uh, he's actually in some other leagues that I'm in, and he's not doing super hot in there. So I'm going to give him fourth place in there. Now moving out to the east, uh, another interesting division. We got King J. On the Giants, we got Leak on the football team. We have Steezy on the Eagles, and we have Oflock on the Cowgirls. DJ, we got one in the East. I got my boy uh, Oflock winning in the East. Uh, mm. Then we got Rover, not Rover, um, King J. King J. He's going to be a game behind him because of that head to head. Because as you know, the Co- Cowboys caught COVID over half the season. So, like, 
chunk right there. Um, then we got Leak coming in third. Oh, I forgot about the Eagles user. Steezy, Steezy. I might. I got him coming in third, and Leak coming in fourth. Yeah, I got Cam right, over to Leak. He got one to the East. I mean, I can I can see Yofa taking second place. I mean, Leak. I mean, Steezy. Mm-hmm. All, All right, you dig. He got one of the East, MJ. Even though I beat him, he was still really good with Saquon, and Saquon is a beast, so it's got to be MJ for sure, for sure. Yeah, personally, I think King J should easily lose. I, I believe Oflock has the roster to compete, but over the years, Oflock has been slacking. He's been playing less of Madden, and it's showing on the field. So, I mean, he has the roster to do it. If he get, He's in the same boat as Zay. Both of them used to be top-tier Super Bowl-caliber guys in Madden 20. Madden 21, they just haven't been as elite. So, I mean, I think o, Oflock can do it. He just has to get back into playing Madden consistently. And I can see him winning the East. But for now, I'm going to give it to King J. And then Steezy, we're yet to see him play. I'm interested to see how he competes with Leak. And now, lastly, the last division, the NFC West. Uh, a new guy won it this year. We got Dab Daddy Crow on the Seahawks. We have uh, Anasanon on the 49ers. We got Jay, the other Jay, on the Cardinals. And then myself on the Rams. Starting off winning the West. You dig here. We got winning the West. Seahawks, just because they beat. They beat you dominantly twice. He had by like 20 until you came back. But mm-hmm. yeah, I got him beating you again. Then mm-hmm. I got you coming in second. Then I got 49ers. And then I got Cardinals. Oh, man. I'm going to go All with right. the Rams. TJ, baby. This West. You're talking about you coming in as a new man this season for your revenge tour. I think oh, you're yeah. going to take it. You're gonna. I think like you're going to beat that daddy crow twice this season. So it'll be you, him, then Jay, then an assassin. All right. And DJ, looking at this West, it looks like we have two top favorites. You already know who I got. My money's on the Rams. Like, my money's on the Rams. (laughs) Like, as far as everybody knows, it's never been done before until last season. TJ has never been swept in GGML history. And it was it was just there was just no words to but then I got I got Dab Day Crow coming in second by like three, four games. Um then we got the original Jay uh by I guess five. And then we got Assassin. He's going to be uh, fourth, as you said. And now me, myself, looking at this last year, very disappointing year. I've been a bit, you know, laid back playing the game. And, you know, that that has its strengths and all, you know, not having to be so much into it. But down the stretch, it definitely showed, you know, it, it's very, you know, it's easy to say, you know, wait till playoffs and go off then. But, you know, that's what I was going. But that was my motto going in and you know, you just can't flip that lot on it. It's definitely not a thing. You have to have momentum. Even if it's just a three, four game stretch, it goes a long way. Trust me, you know, going into the playoffs, getting swept by Dad Daddy Crow, very deflating. And then Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup and my user linebacker being injured in week 17, all very de- uh, deflating. 
then we ended up losing the game so so this year i'm not for that at all i'm putting the league on notice there's been a lot of disrespect on my name i'm gonna repeat it there's been a lot of disrespect on my name i'm a five-time champ and i'm coming back hopefully looking to claim my throne so we're gonna say we win the west i could definitely see dad daddy crow being right there one game behind me and then Jay on this Cardinals, he was very good at Madden 20 whenever he was the Browns. Looking to see what he does with this Cardinals team. Uh, still got Kyler Murray, D-Hop, Isaiah Simmons, Chandler Jones. He has the pieces. I hope that he can really, you know, get into a playoff caliber team. Hopefully the West can send three this year. And uh, Assassin, he was very good. He actually beat me last year in one of those games. So I feel like this is a very even division. Another one where I could see the fourth guy going nine and seven. But I'm definitely looking to make a statement this year. And lastly, uh, our last uh, segment before the draft, we got some new guys that were playing teams over the offseason. And Legion, there was one For piece sure. of advice Play you give to a new guy. What would it be? Be active. Because believe me, this is where you want to be. This league is great. I've been on the other side, been in other leagues where I just hated it. And I lucked out fighting this group of guys. So you want to be here for sure. You dig. You uh, you know, you're not a rookie, but you haven't been here since early Madden 20. This is about, I believe, your third or fourth season in here. What's a piece of advice here? Yeah, actually, hold on, hold on. Let me backpack. You dig was promoted to commissioner. And originally, it was only a temporary thing. But, you know, he's been a good guy. He, he knows what he's doing. He's a commission, a league of his own as well. And we trust him. Uh, we have, uh, we believe he has the responsibility to do what he has to do. He's been helping us with all-time stats. He's been stepping up, helping with the scheduling. And as well, he's helping answer questions in the chat. And he's a part of the trade committee. He's definitely a guy for the job. Let's give him his props there. But now in your fourth season, you know, what's a piece Sam, of advice you would give to a new guy coming into the league? But, um... Some advice I would give, I would just say be active. If you're active, then you won't have fun because it's a, it's a cool league, it's chill. Everybody just wants to play Madden. It's, this is the most active league I'm in, so if the new guys are active, then they're going to fit in properly. DJ, you've been here since just about day one. Whenever I first came into the league, actually, yeah, you've been here longer than me, although you did step away. Uh, we respect you for your service in the Army. Uh, you did step away during that December to like April thing interview in Germany. Again, thank you for your service. But you were here since before me. So you're more of an OG than I am, technically speaking. What's a piece of advice you would give to a new guy coming in? DJ. First of yeah? all, I just want to say thank you for this. If I were to give advice, be active. Watch streams so you know who you're going up against. Um, Rewatch your streams to know what you did wrong. That's a big part of stepping your game up in those later games down the stretch. And, oh, quick fact. At the end of the year, we are doing a Madden 22 giveaway. It is based on the all-time stats. So do your best, and you might get gifted a Madden 21 uh, game on the console of your choice. Yeah, yeah. Personally, me looking at this, I've been here all this time, being a commission and being the scheduling manager for this latter half, and nothing irks me more than my opponent DMing me. Hey, are you on? 
Like, no. Like, you can't just text me and expect me to be right here by my Xbox. Or I text them and then wait until tomorrow night and be like, yo, I'm on. Are you? That's got to be my biggest irk and just the biggest pet peeve. My biggest advice as soon as the league advances, or even before, even before, oh my God, I would love if before the league advances, you look at your opponent, you then be like, hey man, I'm free tomorrow, 4 p.m. East to 11 p.m. East. It just goes a long way. Because if you text somebody, hey, what's your availability? You got to wait for them to reply. They're going to tell you it. And you got to wait for you to reply. And that's just way too much time. Just straight up tell me your availability. They'll reply, and within two texts, you have a scheduled time, and you're good to go. Scheduling games is the biggest importance here. We're technically a 48-hour league, but the guys have been here. This is now our 12th season, and then pre-CPML with uh, two other guys as the commission. We have a good group of guys that's been here since forever, so you'll rarely see a 48-hour advance. Just just communica- communication on your availability goes a long way. That's going to be my advice here. Any last words oh, from anybody? Man. Thank you for a great season. Draft. It's probably one of the best seasons we've had ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming off of a reboot with uh, new leadership and some other guys that have come to commission, it's debatably our best season yet. We had good advances. We had, you know, some rule breaks, but we're looking to crack in on that. But it has definitely been a good season here in DJML. Uh, a lot of new guys coming in that are just as good as the OGs as far as competitiveness. Yeah, that's, that's one thing. Right competitiveness there. in the league has gone up a sky tone. Usually it's only four guys. It's been four guys in the Super Bowl every single year. You know, myself, five-time champ, it's cool and all, but it really does get played out. A lot of new guys and a lot of competition. I'm really loving that here now. And then as well, the activity has been great. 24 to 36 hour advances at the latest. Uh, we appreciate everybody for being here. I hope you listen to this one. We're going to make this a every four weeks thing. We're going to have, uh, this is our pilot episode. We're going to have another episode at week four, then at week eight, then at week 12, and then the wild card round of playoffs. So that's how this is going to go. We tried it before doing it every day you know it was cool and all but it, it just gets so jam-packed we're having more organized and uh better topics this go around i hope you hopefully y'all like it, this this is what's going down on the gridiron episode one from tj dj you dig and legion we are the admin team make sure you are submitting your complaints to your proper division rep we appreciate y'all for listening to this one we are out we got the draft in five minutes fellas we are ready for GJML season 12. Let's make it better than this one.